All right, I want to welcome everybody once again tonight, late night. It's around 1 a.m. for another episode of The Triumphant Shadows, brought to you by your host, Fortune. Over here, it's around 1.02 a.m. at my apartment. I'm doing this later at night because in the morning, it's super loud. I don't know why it's louder in the morning over here than at night. Most neighborhoods, nighttime, it's when it bumps up a bit, especially on the weekends. But I'm here I'm back. This has been a long wait again, but I'm not going to go into that so much. I'm just going to show you guys how I'm making up for that rather than just constantly apologizing when I don't release content for about a month. But anyway, to so for today's two topics, we're going to just touch on my first one, I want to get into something that I've discovered over time outside of self-help relationship books and things like that, that they don't really address as much that I think would be really essential if uh, more couples and even more single people looking to find that right person would try out. And after that, I'm going to go right into this whole situation where Tasha K got sued by Cardi B for uh, millions of dollars. And I didn't even know Tasha K was a millionaire. I, you know, I would have never guessed. I doubt she has enough money to, you know, to settle this lawsuit and just go on with her business online, doing podcasts and drinking wine and things like that. But, uh, but yeah, we'll get into it. So, I guess what sparked this topic for me about relationships, I read Devon Franklin and Megan Good's book, uh, The Weight, and I was very fascinated by it because as most of us who follow these two know, they're in the stage, either they're in the stages of getting a divorce or they're fully divorced. I think they've been fully divorced for some time now. But they released this whole book about waiting until you're married to engage in sex with the person that you're in love with. And the idea behind that is, I guess, if you delay gratification, it shows you have patience and it builds some form of connection that's stronger than sex with your lover. But as we can see, they've been married for about nine years, but now they're divorced. So... The Weight really is a book that, well, I don't think it's a complete failure. I think there's things you can draw from it that are very positive. Like the book talks about while you are waiting, that's the perfect time for you to actually work on yourself, to engage in things like traveling, starting your own business, reading books and things like that. Um, what it fails to understand is that while you're waiting, um, just because you've taken the sacrifice to delay gratification by not having sex, that doesn't mean your partner is doing the same thing. And you don't know that. You're not with your partner 24-7. You know, you don't stay in the same house as your partner until you're married for most people. And even when people move in with each other, you're not out with your partner when he or she goes to work unless you work at the same business. At some point, you all separate. And all it takes is about what? five to seven minutes to have intercourse with somebody. Some people it's only a couple of seconds because you know, you know, but like 
I think the weight, what it does is it really takes trust issues in relationships and disregards them for religion. And Christianity in the black community has this whole thing going on to where they really put a huge emphasis on sex, on what you can and can't do with your sexuality. I think a lot of that comes from colonialism. I think a lot of that comes from the fact that a lot of the principles in Western Christianity are founded under lots of Puritan movements that don't that have nothing to do with black people. And we adopted that out of slavery. And as a result, we might be more divided amongst the sexes than ever before because of it, you know. So I think one thing that's critical, and even with reading other books, you know, like uh, I think the title's called Women, Women Like Mo- Women Like Models or whatever, or other books like uh, How to Get a Man in 90 Days and things like that, they really miss, they, they, they miss this this thing that I feel is really essential. And that's, you know, that's knowing when to just shut up in a relationship and let the other person have the floor. For men and women, like, even when you know your spouse is technically wrong about something, you can do so much more for the relationship if you just hold back, let them have their moment, and then return to it later when it matters, if it's pertinent information, you know. But I think we have this whole thing in society where it's like, I have to be right in this moment and can't nobody tell me otherwise. Society nowadays for men and women is more egotistical than ever, than ever before. I think that's why you have like, all of the all of these deviations with uh what was natural relationships back in the day and it's all branching off into people going into their own little tribes of what they think works it's for some of it it works for some people but a lot of folks are kind of wandering this desert aimlessly even people who are in a relationship there are people in relationships that are more miserable than than people who are single, you know. I think what helped me a lot with being single over time is when I was trying to get a point across, if if I just say my point and just rest on it, if I don't try to make it to where I back it up with passionate argument of politics, fact-checking, semantics, and I just let it go. And I'm just like, yo, that's how I feel. You go ahead, have the floor. And, you know, later on, if I discover, yo, I was wrong, I just apologize and keep it moving, you know. That's just really how I feel about that situation. And uh, I think you can just get so much further. You can attract more of what you want. I was looking at this YouTube presentation from a woman from the Caribbean who was a doctor. And she said, 
what a lot of mental health experts in the West don't understand is that basically uh, humans are electromagnetic beings and that they're designed to go outside to interact with particles and the sun and photon and light and uh, shade and cold and heat and all these natural things that you can't uh, naturally produce in most indoors environments. And that that's what helps balance you out so that you don't fall prey to all of the debilitating effects of depression, schizophrenia, bipolar disorder, things of that nature. Um, and I think she has just, I think she has such a valid point with that. We don't really give ourselves time to take in what we can receive from this universe. And there's something about stillness. I think if our government would realize there's more to stillness than to just getting on a panel on CN watching CNN record us or Fox News and us bashing the other party, we could come together more as a nation because of that. You know, sometimes you have to say your part. If you're in a corporate setting, if you're running a business and you know, you essentially know you're right about something, you have every right to push that argument forward, especially if money's on the table. You know, you always have people like, well, you know, you don't have the experience. You don't have this certification and this and that. But if that person's wrong, that person is wrong, wrong, wrong. That's something I see all the time when I go to work. People try to one up other people saying, look, you don't have the qualification. But then I'm watching. I'm like, yeah, but the way you came at that, that was idiotic what you just did. It doesn't matter if you've been working at this position three years longer than that guy. What that guy did was right. You know, so it's like really about pulling back, even when you know you've got the high ground. You know, I've hit the... I've hit the nail on the head long enough with that. I'm going to move into our next topic, which I feel is just really fascinating. It's a, going to be a, a historical topic for social media. For those of you who don't know, Tasha Kay is a African-American woman. Uh, she explains she's from Florida. I don't know what area, but she has a very popular YouTube podcast called Unwind with Tasha K, where she sips wine. She basically comments on the wine and reviews it while talking about all of the juicy, you know, all the juicy drama that unfolds in Hollywood. She exposes a lot of rappers. She has this thing about kind of going in on rappers and exposing their personal lives for uh, sexual misconduct, adultery, infidelity, so to speak closeted homosexuality if i hate to say it but nine times out of ten if if tasha k is talking about you on her show it's normally not a good thing it's like it's like she about to go in open up the lid and expose you in a very bad way so perhaps i don't know if this is karma or this is the universe saying she's got to put out different energy but one rapper basically had it with her, Cardi B, because uh, Tasha K had a woman on the show who was a friend of Cardi B's who, through some recorded phone call, I believe, she was uh, 
instigating and Tasha K was about information on a rumor that Cardi B may have allegedly had. Uh, see, I'm even afraid to talk about this because I'm like, I don't want Cardi to come for me. But basically, there were rumors about things about her, her sexual, her sexual act, her sexual acts, her health, who she's involved with. Very personal stuff that if it got out in the wrong way, it could really damage a person's career, right? So she posts this stuff up on the internet and Cardi B's not having it. She sends the lawyers after her. There's a giant lawsuit that, you know, unravels. From what I understand, even her husband got involved and her husband allegedly testified against her. I'll have to fact check that one. Um, and from what I understand, I don't even think her and her husband are still married. I think she had one video she released just a few days ago, an unwind video where she's drinking wine, celebrating being a single woman. So, I mean, Tasha K, look, ma'am, you're charismatic. You have a gift, but with every gift, you need to use some discretion, you know? The Hulk has super strength, but it doesn't behoove him to Hulk out in the middle of a daycare center or an old folks home because he could go around killing and maiming people. You know what I'm saying? So Tasha K's gift is a throat chakra. She is the word she speaks. She's able to pull people in with her words and her verbiage and her sassiness. And that gets her views on YouTube. And great whatever just understand that the way society is moving now i don't know if it's cancel culture i don't know what it is if it's politics people don't just walk away from things that you say i'm pretty sure there's stuff i said on podcasts like years ago that if i ever became famous people might use against me and i would have to suck it up and apologize and have a whole press conference and all that other stuff. Part of the reason why I don't really want to become famous in the first place. But, you know, it's like this. It's like the thing with this now, with this whole lawsuit, it's changing the whole outcome of entertainment news for people who work in stuff like um, Sip This Tea sort of podcast or Shade Room type of podcast or podcasts for viral hip-hop or urban x like now it's like there's uh it's almost like there's a gun pointing at everybody and it's like nobody knows who's going to get shot and everybody's just scrambling for cover so now folks aren't going to do as much to say certain things even if there's credibility to it so I don't even know if we're going to get the same level of content from a lot of this stuff. I don't go, I don't like to go too much into this celebrity type of stuff, you know, unless I invest time in it. Like with the whole thing with Megan Good and Devon Franklin, I bought their book online, you know, finished it. I was like, and I was interested because when I found out it didn't, that didn't work out, I was like, well, does waiting actually work? 
and and I don't really believe in it. And I know that's ridiculous coming from the fact that I'm a, you know, I'm a devoted Christian. But at the same time, I know like, yo, people are going to sin and they're going to replace one sin with another sin. Sin is still sin. The big problem is when you mask it and make it seem like, hey, you know, I can go into a program or I can take on a practice that can make me different from other humans. Humans, they need food, they need water, they need clothing, they need shelter. And the older they get, they probably need somebody to fuck. And that's just the way it is, you know? And the more and more the church decides to deny that and make it seem like there's something wrong with you if you want to exercise that at a time that doesn't involve paperwork and doesn't involve you getting a legal partnership in marriage, then it's just going to result in more and more issues with um, wedlock and all this other stuff. Um, that's just my two cents, you know, but yeah, with that whole thing with Cardi B and the thing about Cardi B, I thought about this for for a minute. A lot of people will go in on Tasha K's work and I do believe while it involves a lot of negative material directed towards, especially like she really has this thing where she goes in on, on, uh, lots of, African-American artists in the music industry and things of that nature. You know, she's done things to where she's tried to expose Usher for cheating. Um, She's tried to, like, come out and say things about Charlemagne. She'll even, like, do entire podcasts where she'll she'll talk about dead artists who can't even defend themselves. She had a whole thing where she was out saying Tupac was allegedly a rapist and i'm like yo tupac isn't even alive to defend himself this is ridiculous so make no sense lady but how she feels is how she feels she's got her platform i thought we lived in america i thought this was freedom of speech but man was i wrong that that lawsuit it was over a million dollars and I saw footage in the courtroom and she fainted. I had to pull her out of there. I was like, that's wild. And Cardi B got more than enough money. I mean, I don't even think it was about the money for her. I think she just really wanted to get at Tasha K. But Tasha K is not through. She's back in the back cave doing her rinky dinky type of stuff all over again, you know? She recently released some type of video where a woman who allegedly was dating DJ Academics, the one hip hop music critic who got his whole he got his whole career jump started through social media and YouTube. He, you know, she was basically trying to expose him for like enjoying like you know enjoying anal sex and and and, you know getting the fingers put up the butt and and um not paying for meals for certain women and being a cheapskate and using designer drugs and i said to myself if that is true 
man, that's unfortunate for that brother. But at the same time, I'm going, you just got done getting slapped around in a lawsuit for, for saying stuff about people. It's almost like at this point, she's on a suicide mission. I'm like, lady, you need to stop. You need to pump your brakes, you know, seriously. I'm not saying she needs to end her career. All I'm saying is sometimes you just need to step back. You need to step back, recalibrate, refocus. I think the biggest mistake we make with as adults is we're so fed in with this grinding culture. Like, I got to stay on the grind. That, like, adults are afraid to call in sick. They're afraid to go on their vacations. They're afraid to just stay in their room and sleep, pray, meditate, take a bath, whatever they need to do. But they'll run themselves into the ground for the almighty dollar. You know, Tasha K, I wish her the best. Cardi B. Cardi B, when she first came on the scene, I thought she was something new. Because you, you didn't have a lot of choices if you were into female rap artists back and when she was popping. It was just really all we really had was Nicki Minaj and Remy Ma. But uh, she was a unique alternative. She had a very, uh, a very credible street vibe when she rapped. You could tell she lived in the hood and that she did lots of hood shit. And I, I thought that really uh, made her more versatile as a rapper. But now that she's gotten exposed to the industry life and stuff, it's like, it's like, I don't feel like she as she's really as engaged in the music as when she first started that celebrity life's kind of took a hold and now you got you know you got other things going on with her to where to where i mean it just doesn't seem it just doesn't seem like it's about the music anymore with her um but obviously she felt some type of way about this and uh also, I think a lot of Tasha K's rumors may have affected her, the fact that Cardi B has children. So, I mean, with all of that, I think that this talk will go away. People will for, kind of put this to the side, but folks will ultimately remember it and they'll use more caution when they talk about these artists. I don't think Cardi B deserves the level of the level of fear, like like sort of mafia level fear that she puts out around people. Because to me, it's like, you know, she's only been in the game for so long. A lot of what she's done has been, you know, through reality TV and Instagram and things of that nature. But I just feel like there's a lot of pressure from the, these industry cats and they bring this, they bring this personality. That's like a, you in the lion's den with them. But like, you know, my advice to Tasha K is, you know, Cardi ain't God. None of these celebrities are God. You just really need to get in touch with God and see what he wants you to do from there on out. Obviously, you have a gift with your show, and I wish the best for that. But yeah, that's all my take on uh, what's going on with that whole lawsuit. Um, 
I'm shocked that that's how it went down. And now it makes me think, are other artists going to come out and go after stuff that was said about them years ago and go after other YouTubers, other people that work on podcasts or radio shows? And are they going to like go and say, yo, he said this. He said this, this is slander, this is this is a lie, this isn't who I am, and I'm going to take you to court and bleed you dry for it. I just hope that people come back to earth. I think COVID's kind of knocked people off of their radar a bit, and they forget, like, yo, come back to earth. I'm not God, you know. But I do got God in me. But that don't make me like that don't that don't make me going around saying, yo, I got the minion over the whole universe, you know. But with that being said, I want to say a God bless to all of y'all who are still sticking in with me. I got new business cards coming out and I will have new content for you more rapidly. God bless all of y'all. May you stay in good health continue to avoid COVID-19 and continue to thrive in this time and season. Um, shout out once again to everybody involved with uh, anything dealing with, uh, with Voice Watkins Network. Keep speeding good things into the community. And with that, I'll see y'all.